0: It's the Doug Zone. We're back again. And like an astonishing number of Taylor Swift fans, we're plotting to kill a Pitchfork writer. Um,
1: what, what's going
0: on? Oh, did you not see that? Also, hello, everybody. Joined by Joanne. How are you? Good. <laughs> Sorry, I asked you that right as you began to uh, eat something. My mistake. But no, we uh, on Twitter, uh, so Taylor Swift released her new album, I think it was Friday on Saturday.
1: I've heard one song, it's Antihero. It was alright.
0: That is yeah, my take on the whole album is a tentative thumbs up. You know I'm like, Yeah, yeah. Sure. All right, cool. Um am like Carly Richard. she was released, like was released the same day, much better. Uh sorry, what were you saying? Apparently
1: Taylor Swift was like, antihero hero is the best song I've ever written.
0: Oh and hell yes! I, Which song was it? Was it "Antihero"? Antihero. Oh, incredible! Which she's is on. that true? No, it's it's definitely not true. Hang on, let me double check the lyrics so I make sure I'm hanging you know, through it. Taylor Swift "Antihero" lyrics. Let's take a look. Yeah, no, this is.
1: <laughs> I'd make fun of someone else writing this.
0: Yeah, this is a sorry state of affairs. If this is your best song ever, let me tell you. Uh I wake up dreaming. Just best song ever written. Like a line like that, whew. I would have come up with that in at yep. least third grade, maybe fourth. Uh
1: I stare directly at the sun, but never in the mirror. <laughs> Taylor, do you need sunglasses?
0: One day I'll watch as you're leaving, because you got tired of my scheming, which rhymes with. Screaming and dreaming as well, uh, not leaving though. But you know, uh, so I guess. Uh, yeah, this is this is not good. Um, anyway, yeah, it's, it's not very good. Uh, but anyway, Pitchfork gave it a seven, and now Pitchfork obviously sucks, right? I am generally right. in favor of dunking on their reviews. Also, what the fuck are you doing, Pitchfork? This is generously a six. Uh, yeah and that is incredibly generous i think uh but and this is it's both a sign of how psychotic taylor swift fans are on the internet which there's always going to be a couple lunatics especially if you have a fan base as big as hers we've got a Mm -hmm. couple lunatics with a fan base as small as ours i love you all we have a
1: disproportional um, amount of lunatics.
0: Yeah, that's what happens if you have two lunatics recording. Is unfortunately, you mm-hmm. sort of you attract others. Uh, you
1: attract a certain ilk. Um, I, ho-
0: <laughs> I hope that the first Doug Zone live show is. It starts with us just getting arrested, and as we're in the police car looking out the window, we see a bunch of people rioting in the streets, like in Joker. Yeah, that's that's what I want our first live show to be. Just really come out in force, lunatics who are times listening to this.
1: We've talked about our live show being modeled after scenes from the. The Joker is like Matt. We need to.
0: That is really. It's man. Now that I'm looking back on it, you're right. There's maybe one or two iconic Joker scenes we have yet to model it on, and I don't know. The live show beginning with me revealing that I've been a
1: midget seems a little harsh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I thought. Wait. I thought he doesn't kill him because he was always nice. Yeah. We have to kill a fat man. Um yeah and then you know we can also yeah exactly that's an important part of it Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we could also uh we'll start it with me realizing that you were a hallucination the whole time
1: well that's Uh, gonna happen regardless yeah (laughs)
0: um but yeah uh anyway point being uh there there's a lot of wild swifties out there which is Mm -hmm. what happens if you tie your horse to the cart of you know, a white woman songwriter. She is certainly the white woman songwriter of all time. No, but that's the difference is that Carly Rae Jepsen's good.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We're going to, I don't know if we're going to get angry messages, but we might.
0: Look, no, to be clear, I don't think Taylor Swift is untalented. I just think that just sort of by nature of the scope of her fame, there is no way to live up to the hype of your most like, loyal fans right yeah if you have billions of listeners which i imagine she does i don't know probably her total listenership is somewhere near the billions i have to assume
1: i would assume Uh,
0: so you know someone who's never heard a taylor swift song before will have a somewhat inflated impression of how good your songs are or how you know maybe they won't realize how often they're just eh, fine or actively bad as in the case of lover um
1: Lover is, like, actively bad, right?
0: I think we've discussed this before. I think it's her worst album because it is the least interesting. Um,
1: Doesn't Brendan in Yuri feature on that album?
0: Yes. He was on that one. That song, the music video, looked like a nightmare. The one where it was, like, all purple and goo. What was the song? Purple Me. It was literally just called Me. Another particularly creative bit of songwriting there. Mm-hmm. Uh also very it's funny to have a song. It's literally me for real. <laughs> it's also very funny to have a song called Me, which is a duet. Like, of all the songs, this is the one you choose to bring another guy in on?
1: <laughs> this right. one's you? This it's one's thing, just Taylor? you? And, right. the,
0: and you know, it could have worked if like she was sort of leaning. It, the problem is that she had just tried that, right? With Reputation, she had tried to like lean into her image as like, like the thing that people were like, oh, she's self-obsessed. She's just a bad person. She's like, "Well, okay, I'll lean into that with Reputation. An album which was also quite bad, but was memorable. Like,
1: Reputation, I feel like the Arrow was good. I've never listened to the music. And the that's vibes the way were you got to keep it. Yeah, no. The vibes were spot on. Yeah, we had
0: Dark Brandon, but for Taylor Swift. Like, that was an incredible it era. It was great. But yeah, no, the the music was really bad because turns out there's a reason she hadn't written music like that before. She can't really. But... Uh,
1: <laughs> This is going to be our most hated episode.
0: Yeah, I really... It was probably a bad idea to front load this with me shit-talking Taylor Swift, but uh, I know what I'm
1: clipping for Twitter. Yeah,
0: oh, no. And just include just my at, and then, you know, just to save them some time, my home address. Like, we know they're going to find it.
1: Yeah, uh, for might sure, as well. for sure.
0: But um, anyway, you know, at least it was, it was memorable, right? That's why I think that Lover was her least interesting album, and I think it's shortly followed by Midnight's, in my opinion, uh, because...
1: What was the one that she did before this? Folk? Something? Yeah, Folklore
0: and Nevermore or Evermore, one of the two. I thought those ones were interesting because they didn't feel like gimmicks, right? It was a change of pace It was pace back for her. to her. Yeah, she was doing something. Like, it was sort of a back to her roots thing. Also different, right? Like, it was definitely, like, a little vibier than her straight Less country poppy. work was. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it was enjoyable, right? Because you can tell, like, she had some ideas bouncing around in her head for a while. And she's like, well, let's just strip things back and do something interesting and different and i liked them i i also just sort of like that style of music uh from time to time you really
1: do you're a big fan of like letting just somebody sing and like play the piano
0: yeah i i'm not sure who you're like calling me out for right now but i do feel attacked with this incredibly open statement of you're a big fan of letting someone sing and play piano i'm like how dare you Come from my it's... music taste like this.
1: <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah,
0: I guess the fact that I can't narrow it down to a specific artist you might be referring to is mm-hmm. sort of damning on my end. Yeah, it? yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, and look, I'm here for the occasional spooky slash sad girl music. That's perfectly fine. Uh, but from her first Instagram post, which was all that I saw on my Instagram feed for two days, I knew this album would not live up to the hype you know the whole like I said it feels like a gimmick the whole thing is like every song is about a different midnight I've experienced like come on Taylor really A have the balls to choose an exciting time right like go like 3am uh,
1: There's <laughs> calling a 3 a. M. Taylor Swift edition.
0: at 3am challenge oh right isn't that what she called the b-sides never mind yeah. okay credit where it's due I'm also told <laughs> that those ones are better I didn't listen to them uh but <laughs> But no, yeah, and I don't know, like I said, it just sort of felt like a gimmick from the very start, trying to tie everything together like that. Yeah, it's, I don't know, good art shouldn't have to lean on a gimmick, I think.
1: I think great art sometimes leaves on a gimmick, though.
0: That is true, yeah. You can sort of circle back around if you're, like, being very gimmicky. Like, if she had started every single song with, like, it was midnight when... uh, (laughs) I would...
1: <laughs> like, if nothing about the album changed, but it was just like back to midnight.
0: <laughs> yeah, or like each one featured like a pause rewind sound effect at the very end. Like something like that. I'd be like, yeah, yes. I'd be
1: like, this is high art. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> now I'm imagining every single one of them starting like the monster mash. And saying, I was working late at the studio one night when. <laughs>
1: The Taylor Uh, Mash. The Taylor Taylor. Mash.
0: (laughs) Um, But we, uh, anyway, point being, it was, it's not her strongest album. She has talent, right? So even on her, like, albums that I don't really like, it's not like a bad listening experience. Uh, The production is pretty good. It's not amazing, but it doesn't sound bad, right? And she has a good voice. She has talent. So I didn't not like it. And that's why I said, you know, generously, it's a six. Realistically, probably a 5.5. And that's just because I enjoyed it. Like, objectively, probably a little lower than that. Uh, But anyway, point being, everybody online is a little... We're all poisoned by online review culture because anything lower than a 7 is considered, like, a bad grade now if you're rating something out of 10, which is insane. We have inflation, but for music reviews and, like, movie reviews...
1: It's very weird. No, the same thing ha- has happened in wrestling reviews. Fun oh, really? hmm
0: Yeah, it's like... Thanks,
1: Dave Meltzer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's like um, there's a couple YouTubers who I don't super... Like, I'm not huge fans of them, but they do movie reviews, and every now and then when they pop up, I'll, like, click on them. Mm-hmm. And some of them, uh, you know, like, uh, what's he called? Uh, Your Movie Sucks. I don't watch him very often. But, you know, yeah. if he doesn't like a movie... It's getting something below a five. There's a couple others who I'll see. And like the entire review, is just them going like, this made no sense. I didn't like this. This scene was pretty fun. I'll give them that. That was bad. That was bad. Anyway, uh, probably a 6.5 out of 10. What are you talking about? It's the whole review weird. was you complaining. It, it's Be okay.
1: honest. Give it a two.
0: Yeah. And also, if it's a scale from one or maybe zero, depending on who you ask, to 10, five is the average. That's going to be the average experience watching it. You didn't love it. You didn't hate it. It's a 10 on your D&D ability score. Like, it's perfectly average. And it's just wild that people are so averse to giving them now. And then when someone gives a a good score to an album, like for instance, when Pitchfork gives uh, Midnight's a 7, the writer was literally receiving death threats. Like, I have screenshot after screenshot of people like tagging him going, like, don't go to sleep tonight. I'm coming to your home. I'm like
1: oh my god. Yeah,
0: and obviously it's like a 14-year-old girl, right? Like right. she's not coming to his home. But it is insane that that's what they did for a 7, a good review.
1: What would they do if they gave Taylor's album like a 3?
0: I think it would just be I mean that's like heaven's gate for like white teenage girls. Like they'd just all die instantly. Just mass suicide. They're all gone.
1: <laughs> also, who still cares about like Pitchfork? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Pitchfork
0: sucks. The only good thing about Pitchfork is like going like, oh, there's a new Tame Impala project. Let's go see how high they rated it this time or whatever. You know, like you find like the, the loser indie boy bands We're like, yeah, yeah they're pretty sure. fun but also their fan base sucks and I don't want to be seen near them. And when I say them, I'm not referring to Tame Impala. Did you know that's just one guy? Uh, did you know? Did you know? Did you know that like Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Swift Impala. is just one guy? Uh,
1: I did not. <laughs>
0: um, anyway, point being, yeah, it's crazy to, A, care about a Pitchfork review at all in general, or B, get angry that it wasn't good enough when it, it's a seven. I just, I've spent so much time thinking about this, threatening to kill a man because he's like, yeah, overall, it was a very good experience. I just had a few mild overall, complaints.
1: Overall, it was pleasant.
0: Yeah. Overall, I had a lovely time. Uh, and maybe it's just my contrarian nature but i mean that's my general review too right it's like it wasn't a bad listening experience i didn't like hate it it just
1: i wasn't upset by it but when it came on i was like what is this
0: yeah it was it was yeah it was it was a neutral experience slightly above neutral some songs i was like "Hmm, that's not bad but you know nothing like reached out and grabbed me nothing called to me uh unlike carly ray jepson's new album the loneliest time which is out now everybody uh is it good it is good uh, admittedly, I don't think it is her strongest album either. Uh, but it's maybe it helps that it wasn't so hugely overhyped and that I Carly knew Carly Ray be... Jepson
1: is never like hugely overhyped, though.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's, that's I think, the other reason that I go so hard in my not at all bit of standing Carly Ray Jepson is I also do genuinely think that she is underappreciated, right? So while it's funny to be me and all of the things that that entails and also have a big Carly Rae Jepsen hoodie that I wear around all the time. Uh, it's, it's also true that I think more people should listen to her music. Um, Yeah, so. no, it's, it's not her strongest album. It is very eclectic, which I enjoyed. Uh, the three lead singles were all like different genres of pop music, effectively. Oh, I so, like that. Yeah, no, so I knew what I was getting into. Like, I was not expecting a cohesive sound. I wasn't expecting 13 songs, each about a different midnight that she experienced.
1: Um, well, I was.
0: Yeah, I, and frankly, I'm furious. Uh, but you know, regardless, I wish it there was were... called
1: like 13 Midnight's and it was like a 13 Ghosts homage.
0: <laughs> I was imagining like a, a 13 candles kind of situation. Or is that oh, wait? That's 16 candles, isn't it? That
1: is 16.
0: Man, I'm, I'm just not doing good at remembering the names of things today, am I? 13
1: uh, Ghosts is not a very good movie.
0: No, that one is. I don't remember much about it. I mean, I remember, of course, the 13 house. ghosts. Um, and then, they is like, there something connecting them all? Weren't they all, yes, or are they just all hanging I out there?
1: They're all trapped in the glass house because he was a ghost hunter before he yeah. died and his family inherited it. That's all that I remember to be completely honest. Yeah,
0: lost. that's about where I'm at. Because I also remember there was a book that my parents, I guess with was my mom's. is
1: in it, so it, oh, it can't really? be that bad. The more you know I love He's looking great. up the
0: casts of movies I haven't seen since like age seven and going like, oh wait, I recognize these names now. How'd they get <laughs> this guy? Uh, uh, you know, much like realizing that Martin Scorsese was in Shark Tale. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's my, my final thoughts, I think, on that matter is, hey, don't send people death threats unless they tweet something annoying. That's when you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Not when they write a review for a shitty music publication.
1: Come on, get it that, together.
0: That is known also for being wrong. Like, that's the big thing. Everybody knows about Pitchfork's bad reviews because it's so fun to clown on them for like, I don't know, giving a great album a two or... Tame uh, Impala
1: a six and a half somehow. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, it's like what, are you, what are you doing, man? Um, I do think... I think the funniest score that they could have given the Taylor Swift album is a four. Because it's... Not like just bad below enough. Average. Yeah, it's not bad enough to be truly outrageous, right? But it's also a bad score. I think that would be the funniest thing to give it. Going just off of how funny it would be, that's the score that they should have gone with. And then and I would have been on their side. You should always
1: do the funniest thing in the moment. I,
0: I agree. I. This is <laughs> that has governed an astonishing number of my decisions in mine, mine, life. Might as
1: well. <laughs> I dyed my hair a new color of green and cut bangs today because I was like, "That'd be a funny thing to do." That's a good bit. Me going through a full mental breakdown in the middle of a day is a funny bit.
0: It's it's a great bit. I couldn't Who's tell you're for? you're a little backlit no in our recording right now, but yeah,
1: I am because I, I believe, the wait.
0: No, if I squint and turn up the brightness of behind. my monitor, I think I can. Uh, yeah, okay, I see it. Yeah. Look, as far as mental breakdowns go. I've seen worse. Not too bad.
1: Um, <laughs> well, my, so I had therapy today, and I was going to talk about this on, on the Patreon, but I'll do it here. Um, <laughs> it's
0: a little treat, everybody. no shame.
1: Peek behind the curtain. Peek into the Patreon. I was in therapy today, and she had like a worksheet, and she was like, it was like a worksheet of traumatic events, and she was like, highlight all the ones that have happened to you. And there were like 30 to 40 on there. I highlighted all of them except for three.
0: That is also, just insane giving someone trauma homework. Or you're like, tell me what it, tell me what happened. Um,
1: the therapists love giving trauma homework.
0: That's why I never go. Um, <laughs> I have. <laughs> I think we should. We should get sponsored by BetterHelp. Continuing on with our uh, funniest that like would possible, be like because a they're just a bad company. Like I remember, yeah. you guys, re- you remember the controversy uh, where
1: none of their therapists were licensed. Yeah, they just
0: weren't licensed. Um, and you can still, you can see that from that era, like all the ad reads suddenly change where instead they're like a professional uh, and you're like, oh, what do you mean? Why aren't they?
1: Why aren't they a licensed what about What about their
0: license? You're just professional. They get paid for it. Okay. All right. That's good enough for me.
1: Technically, we're professional podcasters. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, we
0: are technically professionals. Uh, and oh boy, you'd better believe I'm going to be telling that to everybody
1: uh oh i love telling people i'm a comedy professional i think it's so funny
0: <laughs> did i say i was successful no no just that i get paid
1: it's uh, currently my only job
0: there we go uh so yeah you do comedy you could For say full-time living. um
1: yeah, full-time
0: i like the idea of doing like the equivalent of like making everything a tax write-off is just you have an experience and you're like that nah, was for the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm just gathering possible bits, doing research.
1: Doing some research. Sing saying what'll stick,
0: you know? Just throwing things at the wall, seeing what we got. Anyway, yeah, those are my final thoughts. Uh final thoughts on the Carly Rae Jepsen album. Like I said, a uh, little hit or miss, one or two songs that I didn't love. Overall, very good experience. And I am glad You give
1: it what, like an eight?
0: Uh yeah, actually I do think an eight. Uh on terms of enjoyment, definitely an eight. Uh just like on a technical level, it'd probably be little lower, just because, like I said, some of the songs are misses. But as a listening experience, it's an eight. Uh, not as good as Emotion, but still quite good.
1: I should listen to some Carly Rae Jepsen.
0: I, I'm always saying this. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> How often have you said this?
0: Vindicated by history yet again, as I always am.
1: I want like a Carly Rae Jepsen vinyl that I can listen to when I'm baked. Hmm. I feel like that, that would be good.
0: I'm going to think on that one. My initial thought is the B side of emotion. Uh, just mm. some bangers on that one. Okay. I'll send you. I'll send you Carly Rae Jepsen vinyl recommendations later today. Thank you. Once I've had, maybe I'll take this excuse to stay up all night listening to her entire discography. And I'm like, well, my friend needs a recommendation, and
1: my friend asked for which album.
0: <laughs> my friend mentioned in passing wanting to know which one would be best, and so I have taken it upon myself to get. No sleep tonight.
1: Uh, As you should, honestly.
0: Yeah, so there's 4 a.m. I'm listening to uh, Dedicated. As my eyes are sunken. I'm staring That's through gonna the It's going to be
1: your midnights. They're all just about <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen.
0: Yeah, my midnights is just different Carly Ray Jepsen covers. <laughs> and be better. Man, how awesome mm-hmm. would it be if Taylor Swift just released a Carly Ray Jepsen cover album?
1: I, I don't know what you would do emotionally in that situation. I'd be really <laughs>
0: conflicted. Because, A, I'd probably enjoy it. Like I said, she has talent. Um, aside from her cover of... Earth, uh, was it September? She covered an Earth, Wind, and Fire Song. And uh wasn't good. But that's the only cover I've heard her do. And I imagine... Or at least it's the only one that immediately springs to mind. And I imagine the other ones would be quite pleasant. So I would probably enjoy it. But just due to my curmudgeonly nature, I would feel the need to insist that... Uh,
1: the original is better.
0: The original is better, which... It probably would be, just considering Carly's influences and Taylor's. They're just cut from different cloths, which is fine. Uh, I just happen to like hers more. We've spent a lot of time.
1: Talking about Taylor Swift?
0: I have spent a lot of time talking about Taylor Swift, and I'm sorry for that. Uh, Just telling you my thoughts on two albums that you have not heard. Uh, (laughs) So... To truly draw this to a close, I'm going to uh, read the bridge from Antihero, the greatest Mm. song Taylor Swift has ever written. Please. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. It's me. Hi. Everybody agrees. Everybody agrees. Uh, This continues for some time. And I know that white boy sarcastically reading the lyrics of a popular song is Something that Ben Shapiro has also engaged in before, but it's worth noting. It's funny when he did it, and if I must be laughed at instead of laughed with for this, so be it.
1: Did you see I posted in the Discord, but my dad texted me Jordan Peterson recommendations for podcast listens? <laughs> like specific episodes.
0: Yes. When did you when did you post this? I don't think I saw this.
1: Uh, I don't remember. That's it's right. been a couple I'll, days.
0: I'll scroll back and find it eventually. Um Let's see. Well, the Discord's been pretty fun lately. Shout the out Discord to the Discord. Discord has been good lately.
1: Join the oh. Discord.
0: We've got some good things going on in there. Uh, if you want to discuss the legitimacy of the government of Taiwan uh, with us, you can. I probably won't.
1: It is weird that there's a space for that. Um, yeah, it's strange
0: <laughs> that we have the Is Taiwan Real or Not chat, but.
1: Yeah, you know, maybe we should shut down that channel. Maybe <laughs> we should
0: close down that channel. All right. by the time you hear that, that won't be there, so instead go to the Marxist <laughs> theory zone where you can have this discussion instead. Um, but no, it's a it's a good time in there. I don't engage with things anymore, so for the Taiwan discussion, I just went, I don't think it's any of our business and then sat down smugly and continued doing my homework. but yep, that is my take.
1: I don't get into the politics of on I get into politics on here sometimes. But, like, yeah. very vague politics. Yeah, it's and just like, very, I don't like my Republican government, like,
0: which that would take. Um,
1: I do not like him. I don't that like is it. it. We will push him take. down
0: the stairs and call yeah. him ableist slurs.
1: If I had the opportunity to. Yeah,
0: I... Ooh, now I'm imagining... I think, you know, how funny it would be to call him ableist slurs that, like, don't apply to him. Like, calling him the R-word because his legs don't work. Uh <laughs> <laughs> What would he do?
1: I, you I don't know. He'd probably be like, it's within your right to say this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Free speech guys suck. I know that.
1: How bad are they?
0: I know that, as we mentioned before, we are professional podcasters, so our profession does rest on our ability to say what we want. But it, um, right, you playing with your hair. I'm going to yeah. bring a strand of mine forward, too, so we can. There we go. I feel like we're We can both spirits. be
1: annoyed by the amount of hair in our yeah. face.
0: This is, man, this is really annoying, actually. I see right? why you've been playing with your hair this entire time. <laughs> this is a terrible mistake. Uh, anyway, but yeah, no. A guy who's, whose whole thing is free speech. Kind of lame, I think. Yeah. Much like... like
1: okay, the... yeah, sure. Yeah, but exactly. you want people to disagree with your argument? Yeah, or...
0: <laughs> yeah no. You should have my take, which is that Anybody who disagrees with me should be shot. Uh, Mm. I think a much more normal take. take. And it will leave the United States with a population of uh, maybe two people. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) But the Dug Zone would still be gone. No worries. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's true. Podcasting from the desolate wasteland. uh, Just sitting atop a mountain of bones. Just mm-hmm. a, a pile of skulls, and we'll sit there. We'll Being set up like, a
1: I don't think Taylor's seventh album was any good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Pity that she was executed, because I bet that eight would have been good. Um... Okay, Ollie. Um... <laughs> um... Anyway, let's see. What have you been up to? Have you listened to any albums that I haven't that you would like to lecture me about for the next 20 minutes? Um,
1: um Not that I can think of. I haven't been listening to much new music lately. Me neither, Playing honestly.
0: The yeah, sometimes you gotta have a couple weeks where you just do that. You know, you don't, mm-hmm. nothing new needs to be in the rotation. You just play the hits, everything you know.
1: I think Marina and the Diamonds is like my personal joker. <laughs>
0: all right, explain. Uh, specifically, uh,
1: Electra Hearts. All right. I just, I've heard that album at such a young age, and I think it changed something in me fundamentally.
0: Sorry, I was fixing my hair. I did not yeah. hear you.
1: I think that um, I heard that album at a very young age and something changed in me <laughs> fundamentally. Yeah.
0: I Honestly, I wonder what the album was that did that for me because it was probably something <laughs> incredibly lame. Because uh, you know, especially when you're like first forming your music taste, you don't have good taste. You're like 13. So it's not, you can't be blamed for it. But no. I don't know, at least me. Like, I didn't have good music taste for a while.
1: I was listening to, like, Linkin Park. That's that's no good. Why are yeah. they doing that?
0: Simply no good. I, yeah, I was lucky. I did avoid, like, nu metal. That was never something I, did not. I had
1: to... <laughs> I miss when people could unironically enjoy nu metal. I want to bring that back.
0: I feel like there's definitely space for it. Honestly, probably in the wrestling world somewhere. If I oh had a yeah! Guess. <laughs> oh
1: oh yeah! You're you're actually one hundred percent correct. The Venn diagram of people who like new metal and people who like wrestling is nearly a perfect circle.
0: Yeah, and then I think a third, also nearly perfect circle, with the with new metal at least, but maybe not wrestling. Well, maybe wrestling is like people who like all of the Saw movies. I feel like mm. the more of the Saw movies you like, the more likely it is that you listen to new metal. I can't explain Liking this. The
1: first three is acceptable. Yeah. After that, mm, yeah, you, I still go back like to the take. scene of him dressing up like a teenager. <laughs> it's <laughs> I mean, so funny. He just
0: literally looks like the "How do you do?" fellow kids meme. Like it's <laughs> it's incredible. It's
1: incredible. It's perfect.
0: This is just desiccated corpse of a man uh, walking around. So good. Oh, it's so good. Uh, speaking of it, desiccated corpses walking around, ooh, sounds pretty spooky, right? Well, it's uh, it's almost Halloween. And let me tell you, I re- finally realized that fact, and we, we've discovered a vi- we've co- recovering a video that is mm-hmm. related to Did Halloween. Did you
1: see what we got tagged in on Twitter slash sent to us on? I'm trying not to think like about me, it, but yes, it would be sent to you multiple times by different people.
0: Yeah, hang on here. Let me pull it up. I let me read. Have the you ever
1: wanted to cuddle or be cuddled by a Nostalgia Critic? Well, we have the products for you. Order your sexy, nostalgia critic pillowcase to here. And then there's a video of him.
0: So, guilty confession, I was too afraid to actually look that up. So, you know what? I think we're going to find the tweet right now. Oh,
1: no. Don't worry. Do not worry. (laughs) I'm way ahead of you.
0: Are you sending it my way?
1: I will try and find it if it exists.
0: Oh, we were tagged in a tweet about it. So, we've really got to... Yes, gotta bring the I heat. found
1: it I found okay. it um <laughs> should I just retweet it on the Dog zone
0: yeah just retweet it I'm on the Twitter page right now we'll uh we'll follow our classic go. formula of just uh things to oh, hang on
1: it's not it's not actually sexy like it's not like the, he drew titties on it or anything no,
0: that is a bummer I guess it's that just makes him sense. in like a sexual know. pose yeah I don't know what I w- would expect but
1: I do like that there's the gun on it.
0: Okay. Yeah, it is good that the gun made it. Hang on, it's loading for me right now. Okay. Alright, this isn't bad, actually. Um it's definitely not what I feared. Also not what I hoped. Why is he wearing a Christmas sweater? Is there a reason for that? Whoa, I, it is sixty dollars. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um Yeah, this
1: is too expensive to order for the bit.
0: Yeah, this is far there's too m- expensive. There's to
1: order many for the bit. There's many something for $12 a keychain version of your favorite pillow that's $12 and it comes with two maybe either that or they're very bad at showing off their product
0: yeah as you say it either comes with two or it let's see
1: two $20 charm on print details yeah it comes with two
0: Hmm. well we may have to purchase these
1: I mean we can use the patreon money
0: (laughs) make it a tax (laughs) write-off it's a business expense um if it comes
1: with two we each get one
0: yeah look we might have to (laughs) i am considering this more strongly than i care to admit
1: i am Uh, as well (laughs) um
0: well listeners sound off should we get and then maybe we'll do a review like we'll do a keychain review we'll like pivot into a review podcast which we ostensibly have been for almost two years now uh
1: no, we changed it. We changed it. We're not a review true. podcast. We're examining the effects of watching Doug Walker every week, what it does to your brain.
0: And It seems like we just get dumber every week. I, I can't it's tell crazy. if anything else has happened.
1: <laughs> we get dumber and more vile, I think.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, let's see. Man, I have a lot of Twitter accounts. Oh, someone followed us. No tweets, though. Interesting. Uh, anyway.
1: I love stalking the people that follow us. If you followed us on Twitter, I have looked through your tweets.
0: <laughs> I uh, I can't say that I have. Um, if you follow us, if you followed us on Twitter, and I we didn't follow you back, it's probably because I opened the notification and then forgot to follow you. So I don't know. Comment on one of our tweets. Just say like, "Hey, follow me back." We will.
1: Yeah, we don't care.
0: Yeah, I don't care. Sometimes this feed i like is,
1: scrolling through that feed. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, as to say, this feed is insane because we follow like.
1: At least one furry.
0: Yeah. We follow I think two or three. Uh, <laughs> two or three furries. Um pretty much every guest we've ever had on who has a Twitter. Uh-huh. So I've been watching Griff Shop just vanish down whatever like NFT scam rabbit hole he's been in for like six months now. Uh, whenever we I open We gotta up, get
1: Griff back on. <laughs> we
0: gotta get Griff back on. And I need I need to ask him off mic if it's a bit or not. I still I am holding out hope but I am beginning to fear he is just chilling NFTs. Um, and then we also have like anamorphic time and then just normal people, people who are, whose feeds are astonishingly normal considering yeah. that they felt the need to follow this podcast. Just, I love
1: it. I, I lo- love scrolling through that Twitter feed. Yeah,
0: no, it's truly, it is, it's a canvas and it's beautiful. Um, so anyway, point being, tell us to follow you. We will. Assuming you follow us. We're doing follow for follow, follow in the year for 2022. Yep. <laughs> no way that this would go wrong. Uh, okay, yep. anyway, we're covering a spooky Doug video. Oh, Not yes. Not his body pillow or his keychain, so I know we might soon sound off. Uh, no, the we're fact covering... that
1: still getting like multiple sponsors per video is interesting to me.
0: Yeah, I was going to comment on that. So, yeah, we're watching his review of the Hotel Transylvania movies, which he published at the beginning of October, I think. What did we think of the intro?
1: The little animated segment. Yeah. It was interesting. That was. I liked that there wasn't an animated segment. It broke up the video a little bit. I was a little worried when I saw twenty-eight minutes. Yeah, it is. That is a, a lot of Doug.
0: It's a lot of Doug. It's a long, especially considering our just insane grift of marketing ourselves around Doug and maybe spending 5 minutes talking about him in the last month and a half. Uh we this was a lot. I really did throw us both in the deep end for this one. But mm-hmm. yeah, the, the it's animated like opening. It
1: was a situation.
0: Yeah, it was interesting. It's because at, on one hand, like there's clearly an uptick in effort. He's put yeah. money into this. On the other, it still looks incredibly cheap, which is It
1: still looks like a newgrounds animation.
0: Yeah. Which, like, no hate to the animator. It looks like, hang on, let me go to the credits. I think it was just one person animating it. So, that's cool. Shout out to them.
1: Absolutely Uh, no hate to the animator. Yeah, unlike
0: unlike in his review of The Wall, hate to that animator. I know I've said this before. Jesus (laughs) Christ, it looks so bad. Your horny furry OCs do not belong in a Nostalgia Critic review. What is wrong with you? There's kind Uh, of
1: a furry OC in this one, isn't there?
0: Yeah, but it's not horny. It's just like a silly little dog which is fine. That's allowed.
1: But why on all of his animations are there, like,
0: I think it's just because he's on the internet. If you hire an artist on the internet, you're spinning the roulette wheel and,
1: and five out of six chambers have a bullet in it.
0: Yeah. I like that. I think that we both, I was trying to say Russian roulette. I just referred to it as roulette. And we both were like, well, the only kind of roulette you would play (laughs) the one with a loaded gun. Um,
1: when I think of roulette, I tend to think of Russian first.
0: Yeah, look.
1: It's not it's, my fault.
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's much more, like, culturally, it gets referenced more, I think, in our day-to-day life than normal roulette does. What, yeah. What are you going to- In
1: our day-to-day life, specifically. Yeah,
0: it's, okay, good point. Maybe some sampling bias here, but still. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, so the intro was interesting. Like I guess there was effort being put into it, and then, oh, good lord, it was- Rough seeing Doug, seeing modern Doug. I always modern forget. Doug
1: is a sight to see.
0: It's like having an addiction to heroin and then like taking an ibuprofen the next day. Like this is, it's it's not it's not even close to being the same thing. No, there's no life, no energy.
1: He he doesn't like what he does.
0: Yeah, and it almost makes you miss the video where he's just screaming at you for fifteen minutes. Uh. But you know, it's he's talking about the Hotel Transylvania movies. He's very proud of the fact that he enjoyed Hotel Transylvania when it came out.
1: I think everyone; it was like a well received movie in general. I think.
0: Yeah, I think it's just that some of the critics didn't like it, but not the nostalgia critic. Let me tell you, and he's not
1: the only critic that matters. Yeah, he,
0: <laughs> the only one who, Pitch for Force better or for worse, I regularly consume. Uh, um. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so he's very proud of the fact that he enjoyed Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, which is a movie that I, I don't think I've heard anybody say they didn't like it. Like, Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, worse people are like, no, oh, you know, it's fine. Um, I uh, There are one or two jokes from that one that still make me chuckle when I think about them. One of them he includes in this one, right? When Johnny's listing the things that he thinks kills vampires. He's asked oh, about yes. a wooden stake through the heart and Dracula goes, yeah, who wouldn't that kill? That's a good one. That made me smile. Joke. I go, hey. Adam Sandler, you got it, buddy. Nice. You still got it. <laughs> you made one joke that made me smile. Uh, so I think that makes it worth it. so the,
1: unbelievably low for That Adam makes this Sandler worth a feature-length film.
0: Um, but no, he... Again, since it's modern nostalgia critic, it's just Doug giving his thoughts on movies. And I agree with his take on the first Hotel Transylvania movie. It's fun. It's cute. The animation is surprisingly good and dynamic, considering that... It's an Adam Sandler movie. The bar was on the floor. Um, And then he... I
1: like all the character designs.
0: Yeah, I like all the character designs. Yeah, they're all very fun and dynamic. It is crazy how, like, rare good character design in animated shows is nowadays.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Everybody, they all look the same. And admittedly, I'm not, like, watching many animated shows. This is just sort of, like, my impressions from the advertisements I get on YouTube. But it really does look like everything is just trying to be Rick and Morty. Which Yeah, I don't like that.
1: Everything is very similar. Everything animated show wise is the flat two d thick outline. hmm um you know, Bobs Breakers, Great North, uh yeah. Rick and Morty, all those, which I like all of those shows, but they're definitely all of the same general.
0: Yeah, idea. and like their their art style isn't what makes them fun, right? No. Like, uh, you know, we're already talking about Rick and Morty. We might as well go the full nine yards and re embrace our love of BoJack Horseman. Oh uh, hell the, yeah! The the thing that makes like their episodes fun to look at is like the weird episodes where they just shake up the art style, or they're just they're just going wild. Or like That's
1: the episode where they don't talk.
0: Yeah, the episode where they don't talk, and he's. In a bubblegum factory? No, it's Saltwater Taffy. Right. He's yeah, because he's
1: underwater. And he has to like rescue a seahorse baby that he helps the dad give birth to. Because yeah. the whole time he's trying to like give the director this note.
0: Yeah. Man, I got to rewatch BoJack Horseman. I know it's I say so this good. every time we bring it up.
1: Uh, I hate how much I love that show.
0: Yeah. Like I said, it's it's proof. See, things like BoJack Horseman though, it's good for me to enjoy it. Because it's proof to me that I can like something even if I don't like its fan base. Because sometimes I worry, like when I do things like spend a half hour complaining about a new Taylor Swift album. I I think to myself, well, do I really think this or am I just annoyed by the fans? And no, BoJack Horseman fans, many of them are quite annoying. So I can say with certainty, no, I do think I like this thing, Uh, independent of its fan base. But yeah, anyway, all the ads Shout I get. Shout out
1: to the bisexuals who mine Bojack Horseman for TikTok audio. Truly yeah. the saviors that we didn't need, but does I'm glad they there.
0: Does that audio show up on TikTok often?
1: Oh, so many BoJack audios.
0: Interesting. Are they like the funny moments or like the sad ones?
1: More often the sad ones. Oh, Lots that of Sarah sucks. Lynn. <laughs> Sarah Lynn TikToks are very common.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh interesting oh i guess i've seen the uh the i know i'm smiling but the light inside me is slowly dying one yeah. uh which banger line i feel like i don't know a lot of the lines that i could see becoming tiktok audios don't work as well out of context uh they're either just like haha ha, relatable or they're also like also
1: the one of like bojack saying like i'm a bad person that one's real <laughs> popular on tiktok
0: i think that that does not narrow down the show's audio at all it's like oh yeah it's when bojack hates himself
1: Uh, fair (laughs) I can't think of the exact quote that's just the problem I'm having right now
0: no you're good I just think it's very funny because I was trying to think and I'm like wait this is every episode Uh, (laughs) not a lot of
1: Todd love on TikTok which I think is a missed opportunity yeah because Aaron
0: Paul rocks get some Todd
1: audio on TikTok
0: get the Toddio we gotta look follow the Doug Zone on TikTok I will be taking over (gasps) the TikTok and making a TikTok of every line that Todd speaks in BoJack Horseman <laughs> will
1: okay perfect.
0: Most of them make sense. No, probably not. One or two will probably be pretty good.
1: One or two will probably be pretty funny.
0: One or two will be pretty funny. All the rest of them, I don't know, man. I'm. I'll buy a red hoodie, a uh, yellow beanie, yeah. Maybe some sweatpants and flip flops, uh, and then
1: live on someone's couch.
0: Live on someone's couch. Yeah, I will. I'll drop out of college again. Uh, <laughs>
1: You can't drop out of college twice.
0: Yeah, no, you got to commit. That's, that's what I told myself too. I was like, all right, we're in it for real this time. I cannot twice drop out of college. You do it once, all right, that's fine. Because either you, uh, you go on to use your parents' money to found a billion dollar corporation and then pretend that you did it by yourself, or you go back to school. Uh, and either of those are fine. You can just go like, hey, got a little goofy there. Things got kind of silly. But you do it twice? Mm-mm. No, you just you have no follow through. You can't even commit to dropping out.
1: I have to close my door. Yeah, no, you're go good. For go for me.
0: it. Let me see, what will I talk about? <laughs> oh, I know. I had a dream last night. I'm back. That, uh, oh, hello. Never mind. Um sorry, I was, Did I was you just
1: trying
0: to rift. cool. I was I was gonna get vulnerable with the audience and tell them oh, something okay. I cared about, but it's fine. No, it's fine. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not we don't need to do that. No, we don't we don't need to do that. It's, it's okay. Uh, I wasn't okay. waiting for you to leave the episode the entire this entire time, so I could say so <laughs> Wait, what was I saying? Hang on, Now I don't remember. Like, well, you wouldn't know. You, by definition, yeah. the only person who. Man, I am going through it right now. I'm sorry. To, are
1: you? Are you going through both it? Both
0: my co-host and all all listening. Uh, no, I'm just dumb, and that's the real problem. I can't. I can't, there's nothing to pin it on. It's just me being dumb. Just uh, you
1: being dumb, dumb little guy.
0: Did you know there was a fourth Hotel Transylvania movie? I didn't know about that.
1: I didn't know there was a third.
0: I knew there was a third. I had never seen it. I saw the second one. Is that the one that
1: happens on the cruise ship?
0: Yeah, that's the third one is the cruise ship.
1: Oh, then Um, I knew there was a third. I didn't know there was a second or a fourth.
0: The second one is where uh, Dracula has a grandson. And, you know, it's Mm. a silly, relatable comedy. Uh, The fourth one, the only thing I knew about the fourth one, I had completely forgotten about it, but... There were like girls on Tumblr and and uh, Twitter complaining that the Invisible Man wasn't hot because the fourth oh, one's yeah. The one like, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, where they were like, "What? No, he had horn-rimmed glasses. He had to be hot. Why is he balding? Uh, leave my man alone. He's been invisible for presumably the last twenty years at least." Yeah, I would also gain a little bit of weight.
1: Have you seen the the new Invisible Man?
0: Oh, the one with uh, Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, she. I, I saw a tweet a while ago saying that she loves to play a woman in a situation, which is just <laughs> no, no in a predicament, which is just my favorite review ever. That's
1: really funny. <laughs>
0: it's so good, and she really does. But no, I haven't. Um, at least not all of it. I think I've like been near a room where it was playing for most of its runtime, but that's that's about the extent of my. Invisible Man 2019, 2020? I don't know when it came out. Uh, knowledge. It was all
1: right. It was interesting that they did like a tech suit thing.
0: Oh, right? Really? Like, that's how that's, he was invisible. That's kind of interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. So they did like something different with the source material, which I liked.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it cool. It was all right. Um, yeah, I like it when they, they provide just enough of a little twist where you're like, yeah, that's fun. Uh, where but- it was
1: like, He's still an invisible abusive asshole, but this time he's a tech billionaire
0: and also a male manipulator instead of just a guy who sucks like in the original. That is the awesome thing. That is thing true. About the original is that he does just there's no real reason for it. Like he there's not really even a main character aside from the invisible man. There's just a group of people who go like, "Oof, he's getting up to some bad stuff. We should stop this guy." Uh, we should
1: not let him be doing this. Yeah, man,
0: this man cannot be invisible. We got to get rid of him. Uh,
1: he, got, he he got to stop. We got to be able to see stop his shenanigans.
0: Man. Um Have you seen this guy? No, I haven't either. That's the problem. That's the uh, issue.
1: That's what Nobody's I'm saying. Nobody's seen him.
0: Uh, yeah, no. It is. It's very funny that like every Elizabeth Moss movie is like just about Women the, it's being like abused. yeah, it's like what if the patriarchy existed? You're like, whoa, damn what okay. if right
1: what if crazy Ooh. good Ooh, thing glad that ain't real <laughs> it's
0: the same as uh you know the the Florence Pugh movie with Harry Styles in it that just oh, came yeah. out the
1: too. women were treated bad in the 50s movie yeah
0: yeah exactly it's like hey guys something tells me it was a bad time to be a woman it's like yeah it was a bad time to be just full stop no one was having a good time there even the People white men were miserable
1: the 1950s so hard yeah do you think people will idolize like now? At some point,
0: Jesus Christ! I hope not. Look, I'm I'm putting my foot down. This is a message to the future. You've made it through almost fifty minutes of things that will, I assume, be completely meaningless to you. Aside from Carly Rae Jepsen, who, as we all know, will be installed as queen of the world. But for everything else, I, I understand this was meaningless. You made it. You made it to the message, the important message in the future. This was a bad time. I hated it here. This sucks.
1: It was bad. Don't
0: idolize this. We're all miserable. We're on our phones all the time. I made a podcast about a person I don't like. Do you think that a person with a healthy relationship with the world would do that? No. Is it a good time? Yes. Do I love talking with my friend Jillian once a week? Absolutely. Have I been able to speak to some fun people? For sure. This is bad. It's a symptom of the world getting worse. Things are bad right now. Don't idolize this. Um,
1: If it's worse, then uh, I don't know. Idolize something else.
0: Yeah, look. Yeah, exactly. Idolize. (laughs) Go back to the 1950s, a time when nothing went wrong.
1: Uh, Don't watch any movies by Florence Pugh.
0: Yeah, don't watch any movies with Florence Pugh or Elizabeth Moss in them. They're both lying to you. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, no, it is just very funny that like her whole thing is like the one who stars in feminist movies. And she's also a Scientologist.
1: It's it's great. How it's do you iconic. square
0: that circle? <laughs> but oh well.
1: She just has like depression face really well.
0: Yeah, she really does. Which is they she just does, like, like kind of battered eyes.
1: woman really well.
0: Yeah, it's why I imagine uh, white women like The Handmaid's Tale. But I was annoyed enough by the premise and just the existence of Margaret Atwood in general that I never watched it. And <laughs> you know, judging from her takes on trans people as of late. Well, what do you know? Vindicated by history, as always. I've never had a bad take on media that Not I can once. think of. Not once. I can't think of any Try of them. Try and think of one. I you bet can't. you can't. Yeah. And when you can't, you should send me a message and tell me. This yeah, video I, was right. unremarkable. That's, All right, yeah. This, this video is unremarkable, as evidence. by it. look, Look, if, if the best jokes are in the ad reads, that's a sign of bad things um
1: yeah it's not great script writing
0: yeah not great script writing if the only time that i hear life in your voice is when you're getting paid to shill a company that reads your credit score i wasn't entirely sure what they did but um yeah no
1: they don't know
0: the only joke that like got a little chuckle out of me was in his premise for the two ad reads was that he was like an old school carny with a somewhat anachronistic New York accent, but that's okay, trying to pitch you the various services he was selling. And mm-hmm. halfway through the Chime ad, which is his ad about the uh, the credit service, in which he's explaining what is inside the tent, just halfway through explaining how the credit system works, he just goes, it's an exciting tent, I promise, and then keeps going. And I was like, hey, <laughs> that's pretty good. You got me, Doug. Uh,
1: Should I start releasing... The, these episodes the exact same time Nostalgia Critic episodes are posted?
0: <laughs> Ooh, I really like that idea.
1: <laughs> Every Wednesday at 5pm Central Time. I don't have to change it that much. Yeah, do not much like of a time. change.
0: We, we might have to do that. Alright, so we'll drop <laughs> what we'll do is we'll drop this episode at our usual time, Midnight Central. And we're if y'all stays. think
1: this is funny.
0: If you think it's funny or if you don't want us to do this, you have exactly one week to tell us
1: mm-hmm.
0: or we're switching to the Nostalgia Critic upload time. <laughs> uh, you have a week to stop us. We're not married to this idea,
1: but, but it, we're it engaged. Is funny.
0: So, yeah, you know, you've, you've got you to sound off save
1: the dates. So you got to...
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're taking pictures with the idea where we're like
1: mm-hmm. holding it
0: lovingly. There's no ring on yet, but everybody both us and the idea included, can tell we're practicing for we, the real thing. We
1: told the idea to get their nails done.
0: Yeah, we told the idea to get their nails done. We've called the ideals the idea's father. And mm-hmm. we didn't ask permission. We just asked to go out for drinks sometime soon. So, you know, we're getting there.
1: We're getting there. We're getting there.
0: Basically. Point being, you got a week before we are going to marry this idea. Um, this metaphor is really weird when you think about it for any amount of time. Yeah. I think that also has something to do with the way that we're saying it, but still.
1: We are saying this very bizarrely. Yeah.
0: Look, everybody, you have a week before us fucking the idea is, (laughs) is holy within the eyes of God. So (laughs) sound off quickly. If you want the idea to remain pure. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um,
1: I hate this so much. We have
0: another hour to record. (laughs) And yet,
1: oh God, I'm
0: feeling good. We're in, we're back, baby.
1: <laughs> we say this every week. Every week, we're like, we're back.
0: Yeah. Every, every week, we go, yeah, we do, we really just like it cycle through. Every week, we're either going, like, this is the worst episode we've ever done and we're bad, or this is the worst episode we've ever done. What we're a back, blast. Baby. <laughs> um, but you know what? We're enjoying ourselves. And as we mm-hmm. say every week, that's all that matters. We don't care about you at all. Mm-mm. With that said, please subscribe to our Patreon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash the dog zone for another hour of this. That's right. If you thought this was good, just wait.
0: You just wait until we're talking about a Sam Hyde video.
1: Oh, um, <laughs> yes. Maybe we'll actually speak on this one.
0: This one, I actually, I do have thoughts on this one.
1: You have thoughts on this one? Yeah, I
0: have thoughts on this one. I do. Oh, I remembered what I was going to say while you were gone. And I guess I'll say it while you're here. Uh, so that way we can really stretch out the runtime and get to an hour, give these people the content they crave. Uh, I, had, I had a dream a couple nights ago that I woke up Talking from. Talking
1: about your dreams is gay. We yeah, know, no, this. no,
0: I know it is. But to be clear, the reason, that it's, the reason that I wanted to talk about this is because it was just such an insane premise. I was doing bits within this dream uh, that made no sense to anybody even in the world of the dream, but I thought they were so funny that I woke myself up by laughing too hard. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. Um,
1: Jesus.
0: <laughs> it
1: just, How have you done this to yourself?
0: Well, you know, like when you have like a nightmare and you wake yourself up because you scream, this is yeah. a normal experience. Okay, good. I was like, hang on, wait. Am I just, am I the I only person in the normal, world who wakes himself up by this. making noises? Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess in that case, it's, it's less like a full on scream more just you're going like, because uh, you're like semi-conscious, but anyway, point being, uh, so in this world, for some reason, it made sense to me to say that my solution to the the world's healthcare system would be that every hospital, and there was no system. This every hospital just chooses different colors of shirt, and if you walk in wearing like you know, so for instance, like a red shirt means that you get free treatment, but if you walk in wearing a blue one, double. Uh, like it's gonna cost you double. We're gonna make you wait for like four so hours. We're
1: making gangs.
0: Yeah, like we're making gangs. But you know, like uh, and then someone asked me like, what What's purple mean? And I was like, oh, you know, that that just they go based off of vibes. And then working off of this insane system, I'm like, and now, now this is why it would be funny. Like, can you imagine a guy like running down the street, going like, please, does anyone have a red shirt? My father is dying. Uh, and. <laughs> and But it made so much sense to me. Like I was like, this is perfect. I a I've solved the world's problems, and b think about the funny potential we've got. Uh, and then the the bit that made me laugh the hardest, like that made me laugh so hard I woke myself up, was imagining a matador, uh, like just waving a red shirt, and it goes, it pans over to the bull, and it's wearing a lab coat and one of those little like reflector things that doctors have in like the cartoons, and. That image was so funny to the Matthew of dreams.
1: Put a bull into the hospital.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The bull did surgery. I didn't know he could do that. (laughs) This is a metaphor for the Trump administration and it will not age poorly at all. Uh, Man, it's wild how much that bit sucks.
1: Yeah, it's not great. Not his best work.
0: Yeah, no, he's got plenty of good work. Uh, he
1: does. Did I I've tell heard you that about all of the... his new jokes are funny? I heard all the cocaine jokes are hilarious.
0: That I believe. Um, so I've been canceled by thirteen-year-olds. What's that like? Um, I, I, I all think all of
1: his uh, bits about being married now <laughs> come across completely they are, different.
0: They are so much funnier now.
1: They are, or him like making Jewish jokes at his wife's expense. You're like.
0: Yeah, those ones are, that's the only, like, it's rare that I, like, look back on a comedian, like, someone who isn't, like, you know, like, Louis C.K., right? Hard to enjoy his jokes about jerking off and hating yourself. Yeah. But, like, it's rare that, like, a comedian who gets just, like, sort of canceled, like John Mulaney does, it's rare that I look back on a joke and like, ugh. But.
1: But that one.
0: Yeah, the one's about, like, he's like, I've married a Jewish woman. I've done it, everybody. You're like, ooh.
1: A New York Jew. <laughs> and you're like, wow.
0: We're really hitting this one, huh? I saw an insane video a while back that was like someone going through every John Mulaney, like stand-up bit to try and figure out if there were signs of his problematic behavior and views, which a psychotic yes. thing to do going like, well, this comedian clearly was presenting a real version of himself this whole time. And that's why we were so surprised to learn that his actions didn't match his persona. Um, but also, he's he's just a fairly normal comedian. Like he swears, but it's not like he he's fairly clean. Uh, and so really all that she did was she was like, he characterizes his mother as neurotic, which is a very sexist thing to do. And it's like, well, yeah, but I also don't doubt that his mother was neurotic. Like it's sexist to say all women are, but I, I don't think he was making up a woman so he could be like, this is what women are like, everybody. My I'm mother.
1: crazy. Uh, <laughs>
0: Uh, and then the only—that'd only be I... really
1: funny if he was doing like I hate my wife jokes, like 1950s style. Like, <laughs>
0: take my wife, please. I want to fuck <laughs> Olivia Munn. Uh...
1: <laughs> Where were the signs? <laughs> I would like to relapse on cocaine and have a child with Olivia Munn, and everyone's <laughs> like, I didn't see this coming.
0: <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Sorry, I'm late, everybody. I was busy doing cocaine. <laughs> the audience laughs he's like no no he, this was serious uh, he
1: also does talk about doing coke in his specials
0: oh yeah yeah well because i mean it wasn't like at least i didn't think it was a secret that he had a had cocaine it. addiction no uh, but I people were really either. surprised when he relapsed and had to go to rehab they're like how could he have this disgusting moral failure and you're like well hang on now
1: well he's an addict <laughs> it's,
0: it's okay <laughs> this is not the problem uh
1: it's good that he's getting help. Although yeah. I will say, his videos from right before he went to rehab are hilarious.
0: Are the, was that?
1: That was like the Queen oh, and like him yes. being like Prince Harry, just stick around.
0: <laughs> I I still think my my favorite video of his that I've seen him in is the one where like it, it was announced that he was like where they announced that Olivia Mum was pregnant, and he looks like a gun is being held up to his head off camera. He's uh, just like. <laughs> We're having a baby. I am thrilled. He uh, also
1: talks about not wanting children in his specials. Yeah,
0: it, it is pretty rough. the The final thing that this person did, like breaking down the problematic history of John Mooney's comedy, was talk about his classic uh, Def Jam comic bit. Um, and I will admit, I was sweating a little bit as I was watching that one. Like, I, I, personally, I can't see anything problematic about I doing think this it's funny. Like I half think- dozen times or so. Um, But I hope that someone tries to make a video like that for me eventually. They have
1: so much content. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like When I get famous, when I am inevitably famous after executing most of the world's population, I hope that someone makes a 15-hour video just trying to explain all of the the signs of my problematic views and behavior. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyway, we've talked about my insane dream that honestly actually is kind of funny now that i'm looking back on it not yeah. quite for the reasons that i thought it was in the world of dreams but i think there's some mileage to it uh and uh, with all that said we plugged our patreon the important yes. one so now we're going to do the less important things you can follow us on tiktok where i may or may not Begin a, I uh, do a Todd not have Chavez to right
1: now, but I will figure it out.
0: Yeah, look, I may be going through a Toddacy in which I just post every single one of his audios with no explanation. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, where uh, there will also be posts soon, uh, allegedly. You can follow us on Twitter, where this one's on me. There will uh, hopefully be posts soon. I don't know.
1: Uh, I'm really hoping your audio comes out okay because it did not come out over like one of our internets is fucking up pretty bad.
0: Uh oh. Can you hear me? Kind of. Oh, dear. All right, well.
1: Let's do the sign-off. <laughs>
0: we'll do the sign-off. Uh, usually, this is not a problem. We'll see. Uh, what's our sign- Hail Dog. Wait. No. Um, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. I, wow.
1: Bazinga. <laughs>